Like your name was big. So yeah, I was and then like, I waltz in to Cook Eye one day. Hey, give me a fucking like, job. Yeah. Can we be friends? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to Just for Girls coming to you from Sydney. Sydney. The Sydney studio. <laughs> Our producers are actually up in Sydney, so this might look a little different. It's a little bit more high tech and a bit bigger. Very profesh. I feel yeah. like we're sitting on a couch, put it that we way. Are. We're comfy today. We're and we've comfy. got a very, very special guest that's very close to our hearts. I feel like she's she's not our third wheel. She completes the trio. Mm. It's what? a trio. It's not a, a duo and a one. Thanks, it's a trio. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah, Hi, no. guys. How are you? Introduce yourself. My name is Claudia. I am um, the girl's manager. And from friend. One Day Dream and best friend and best friend and sister, and sister. yeah, me and, and mum. Yeah, we've me and mom. Sarah have been sharing a bed for the past two nights. Yeah, it's been which has intimate. been amazing. Yeah. yeah, I like to sleep alone, so I yeah. tapped out of that duo with a room service and a and my robe. robe. Yeah, what it were you watching? Were you watching Love Island watched, last night? Oh, guys, I found a new show I love. Oh yes, it's called Luther. It's not oh, a new yeah. show, but it's like he's a detective. First season, like every episode's like a different. Crime, they're like fucked crimes, which is like my kind of, my kind of. Yeah, thing. I need to get on that. It's really interesting. Mm. What's it on? Sorry, it's on Stan. Mm. Okay, nice. amazing. Well, me and Sam just watched Love Island and yeah. had grapes and Kale chocolate. Got eliminated. So sad, <laughs> I but know. Kale, if you're listening to this or yes. anyone who knows Kale, Claudia is a little bit yes. into him. I think you're really, really cute, and I'm really sorry for what happened to you. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly to him. Wouldn't, <laughs> she wouldn't Kale? do that to you, Kale. Um, she wouldn't make vegetable jokes. She will treat you nicely. <laughs> and she loves a sort of um, – she loves a north side boy, Claudia. So oh, my gosh. So got any sort of Indie-ish Fitzroy Brunswick boys out there. Listening. Yeah, yeah. let us know. Message us. Message Claude's. Just go through um, your application to the girls. They'll let you know. Yeah, I can best. just tell you if you're going to make it or not. <laughs> you're in or out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really happy to be here. Thanks for having yeah, me, guys. Yeah, it was very um, last minute. Last minute. Yeah. She's yeah. very nervous, as per yes. anyone would be nervous coming on a podcast. Nervous. Well, we, this is my first podcast. Yeah. yeah. And normally I'm, you're very good behind the camera. Like, mm. you love being behind the computer, behind yeah. the minds. You don't like being in the forefront. Yes. Of it all. This is why I love my job. Yes. This is why I do what I do. Um, but no, how special to be on your first podcast. Thanks, girls. Oh, wow. And the day of the live show. The big yes. live show. So that's Finally. tonight. Yep. Tonight, 8pm. That's a few hours away, so we've got some hours to... And a lot to do before that. a lot of fucking shit to do, but we'll think about that when it comes closer to. But today on the podcast, we are talking about how to get into social media, how Mm. Izzy and I kind of fell into influencing. Yeah, it's our least (laughs) favorite word, by the way. Content creation. The word that we know it's an icky word to call ourselves influencers, but... We like to call them content creators. Let's start with that. Yeah. But talent. even talent. 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 Yes. With no talent. Yes. Yeah, yeah. no talent. Definitely. We don't really have any talent. I know. It's just a nicer word. Yeah, yeah it, it makes is. me feel good. Mm. Or even if you're a super inter- interested in social media, but you don't necessarily want to be an influencer, we're coming from the talent management side, which is what mm-hmm. Claudia, what she kind of does in her role, mm-hmm. how she kind of approaches brands or how brands approach her to then work with us and how that whole system works. Yeah. Because there's a lot of behind the scenes before you guys see kind of the final product. Yeah. So Even my friends don't even know what they, I do. They ask me all the time. They're like, so what, what does it mean? And I'm like, oh, you you've got a very full time job almost. I find yeah. that. You find it hard to switch off because Definitely. it's like our job isn't nine to five. Therefore, yeah. 
sometimes we need you outside of office hours. And Which I don't just... mind because, like, you guys are my best friends. So, like, I want to, you know, make sure yeah, everything's so going smoothly. And, like, if I, like, go to bed and I'm like, oh, I forgot to do this or, like, you know, I know that something's due and I need to remind them, I will feel stressed. So I need to, like, make sure yeah. it's all in line we, so I can sleep at night. Bottom line is we couldn't do what we're doing without Claudia. No oh. way. She's like a calendar almost for us. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So, also just like a support blanket as well. Oh, completely. And like a friend. A little bit of backstory. Claudia has Izzy and I. She also mm-hmm. has our friend Jasmine, Hannah. She has Isabel Petzl. Yeah. Sam, Izzy, Hannah, Shah, Lana, Isabel and Jazz. And then yes. the Just For Us potty as well. So it's a yes. full, it's a, she's got a full schedule basically. Mm. Question of the week, girls. It's time for Question, Question of the week. week. Oh, God. All right, this question of the week is would you rather be more attractive or more intelligent? Wow. Mm, That's hard because they both have their perks, but I feel like being really intelligent, you could do amazing stuff with your career and then, you know, there's a lot of things out there these days you can get fixed, you can do your hair, you can get work done, you Mm -hmm. know, you can just go for a shopping spree. So I feel like I'd rather have the brains and then just fix myself up. Fair. What do you guys think? Because you probably have the money if you're that brain. Exactly. I will take the other route, be all self-centered. I'd rather be more attractive. Really? Mm -hmm. I honestly think if I'm doing it from a logistical perspective, I think it depends on your personality. And what you want to do. What you want to do. Because if I want to be like an astrologist, I'd rather be more intelligent. But if I want to do something in like, if I have a personality of that side, quite self-centered and like I like to be everything about me and I'm like a very outgoing person I'd like to be more attractive yeah. because then yeah. I can have a job that's more outgoing and stuff like that yeah. if I'm talking about who I am right now I'd rather be more attractive true for your yeah. job yes I think I'd rather just sit in the middle and be smart and yeah good looking but, yeah, that's no shit, but that's not the question <laughs> I know but that would be the ideal outcome so we've got attractive attractive intelligent yeah I think but a both it's really hard yeah it is I, I totally that's a hard get, one but it's hard when like right being, now we've we're all attractive and intelligent. Oh, but I think it's really oh, hard because when you are attractive, people think you're dumb. Yeah. And like, you can I don't. Both. I wouldn't say I'm all that dumb. Like, yes, maybe I'm in an industry that's like you don't have to be smart, but like, I, think I did pretty well at school. I love learning and stuff like yeah, that. So did. it's like everyone thinks I'm dumb, but I'm no, not dumb. I know. I don't think you're dumb. Babe, what was your ATAR? Can we say that? My ATAR was 90. Fuck that. She I'm got a 90, so which is fantastic. That's incredible. Let's just shout that out there. I yeah, but like bad. I had nothing else to do in yeah. year 12 but study. I think COVID? if I was, yeah, if yeah. I was in normal life and I, because I, t- I turned 18 in May, so I would have gone out and everything like mm. that, but I had, I didn't have that opportunity. God, you could do a whole episode on literally school Ugh. in COVID and like yes. year 12. That would have been tough. I'll I get over the do, PTSD first and then I'll yeah. talk about it. I'll I didn't do badly, it. but in saying that, I put almost no effort in year 12. I wasn't in a very good mental space in year 12. Yeah. So I didn't go to school much. I didn't do much. I didn't do badly. I'm I'm smart. I'm good at math. Well, look at you, good. Well, look at you now, babe. Look at me now. Killing Don't it. need my ATAR. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you because. She's hot shit. Yeah. ATAR means nothing. No, it literally doesn't mean anything. No. I'm filming myself for a living, so. All right, Claude, what's your recommendation? My babe? recommendation would be just because we've spent quite a bit of time there, well, I have. Yesterday I worked at Oxford House because we're staying mm-hmm. there this the next couple of days. The vibe there is amazing. The waitresses have been so, so lovely. Nice. Yeah. Like the so, so lovely. Great. The place is beautiful. Like there's a pool. There's um, like a little cafe at the front. The coffee is amazing. Even though coffee I spilled one on the floor good. today, but the coffee is really mm-hmm. good. 
But I say Oxford House, if you're coming to Sydney and you want to just have a little bougie weekend by the pool plus, you know, hotel life, I would definitely say that. A little staycay. Harassed the concierge yesterday. <laughs> I literally went down to speak to that man 15 what for? times. Food. Oh, yes. I, I, was, I was very, very keen on my Monday night specifically being a night because I'm by myself in my room. These two were sharing last night. So I was like... I just want to order room service, sit in a robe, watch my favourite show yeah. and veg. Yeah. So I couldn't figure out how to order room service. So I went down twice and asked the guy because I got kept getting confused. Then I whip up the menu. There's four things yeah. on the menu. Four That's, things on the room service and menu. And did you order everything? So I went down and I go, <laughs> no, no, no. See, this uh, is why I harassed. I, 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 was, I was lovely. I mean yeah. harassed because I spoke to him so much. Yeah. But I went down, I'm like, hey, there's only four things. Like, is this like the actual menu? And he goes, it is, but what What do you want? Like, maybe we can get it. I got oysters, scallops, beef tartare, tartare, whatever, and vodka pasta. What and was your favourite? The oysters and the scallops. The yeah, other yeah. food was very, very average, so wouldn't recommend that. Anyways, he goes, we don't usually do that, but we can for you. Mm-hmm. He brought it up. And then my TV stopped working, so I called him again. And then he <laughs> said he would be there in five minutes, but after 40 minutes he hadn't come. Oh, so I called him again God. going, hey, I'm sorry, I'm sure you've just forgotten. I just wanted to remind you. And then he comes up and he <laughs> fixes my TV and I spilled food all over my bed and it was a nightmare. I felt like a grot, like embarrassed of my room when he came in. Fixed my TV. Then I had to go down later to pick up my Guzman and he was like, not this fucking bitch again. Oh, my god. Anyway. At least I was polite. I'm sure he thought it was a bit of entertainment for the night. I feel like they just would stand there. Yeah, they're, but they're even so nice as well. Like oh, at the front desk, they're, they're, everyone's got a cool vibe about them. Yeah. Love it. What anyway. is your recommendation? My girls? recommendation <laughs> of the week is Aurora Collective. It's a jewelry. It's the earrings that I'm wearing at the moment. Oh. They're really cute. They we popped into their little pop up shop that we're doing with my friends are yours, Miam Disco. M- yeah, Miam Disco. Miam Disco. Zilla. A few um, others. And yeah, she was like a little small business in Sydney. I. Izzy and I are both wearing hair. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, they're so cute, Very girls. Cute. Mm. What is yours? Mine is Luther, the show. That's right. Oh, yeah, it, fair, fair, fair. I'm in love with it, so go watch it. Now we've got a couple quick fire questions for Claudia, the usual ones. <laughs> First, we're going to start, what's your hall pass? Hall pass, like someone famous? Yeah, yeah. yeah. who's your hall pass? Oh, I'm actually intrigued because your type is like not So crazy. Mine. Not yours. Oh no, actually it is. I like Northside Boy. You guys cross over well. a little bit. Yeah, I think oh, so. Oh, we've yeah, we've crossed over. <laughs> oh god. See, this is what happens when you have a manager around the same age as you. Yeah. And you're a live in Melbourne as well. And you're you were from the same area. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's no one's business but ours. But no. I thought it would be fun. Um my whole pass would be honestly someone like like I want to say, like Keith Ledger, but he's not even alive. But it's, he's, it counts. It counts. Yeah, he's beautiful. What about Kale? Kale. <laughs> <laughs> Kale. Oh Kale. I just like to have dinner with like. I can't even think of Don't someone. Say like you give me someone off like um, sticky fingers or something like that. What? <laughs> yeah, like, like the indie singer. boy band. No. Yeah. Kind of guy who like smokes a fuck ton of cigarettes and it's just oh, like yuck. chill. And that looks like he's on the verge of death. Yeah. No, are you kidding? Like a little bit. That's too what I give you. Oh my god, girls. I mean, you don't know me then. The guy that you were seeing is a little bit. Of- no, no, he's a bit bigger than that. Like he's not. He's not tiny, is he? You're a bit of a surfer, like skater. They need to live not in central Melbourne. Blueberry ice vape kind of guy. Honestly, my type is just like someone a bit quirky and different. Yeah. And like very just beautiful and 
Not a finance person. bro. How's that working out no. for you? How has it? <laughs> it's okay. Honestly, you guys keep me so busy that like my life is like my career right now and I'm really enjoying it mm. and just like riding that wave and that all just is on the side and it'll happen when it happens. Totally. And I'm, I I enjoy myself. Don't worry about it. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. We all do. We do. Life's good. Life is good. Life is great. All right. Claude, death yes. row meal. We want entree, main, dessert and okay. drink. My entree would be just something as simple as like kingfish, ceviche. Yeah. I know that would be Sam's well, but it's just the best ever. Um, main would be, of course, sushi. Oh, no sushi, surprises sushi. there. You're doubling Yeah, sushi. I just love Japanese food. It's the best. So fair. Sushi's what type of sushi? Anything like... Like an assortment platter. Yeah, Great. give me some sashimi, give me some nigiri, just some nora rolls. What's your favourite fish? Like Maybe salmon, salmon salad. Or tuna. Oh, d- cooked tuna. Ugh, cooked tuna is Cooked tuna with tuna cucumber. Yeah, but you're not rocking cooked tuna at a nice restaurant. You know, they don't have True. that. True. Well, just an assortment of everything. Yeah. It's fantastic. Okay, sorry. She's not in a nice restaurant. She's in a jail cell about to die the next day. <laughs> They're going to sushi sushi. <laughs> I'm going to literally sushi sushi or going to sushi hub and I'm sitting on a sushi train and just yeah. living life okay. with a coconut. Um, so is that your drink of choice? No. Oh, drink of choice. Yes, fresh coconut. Mm. If it's open so that I can stick it's in the, oh, and just eat it. Oh, How good is Bali. It's so good. And it's like another meal in itself. Yeah. Like it's so fresh, so amazing. Fonds in Bali are amazing. And then my dessert would honestly just be the um, connoisseur cookies and cream ice cream. God, you're I don't girl. get cookies and cream. Sushi, sushi and connoisseur. Yeah, yes. Easy to please. Connoisseur. Kale. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> She's easy to please. <laughs> Kale's gonna um, be like, fuck me, bro. Oh my god. Anyways, the the cookie bit in there is just it's unmatched. Yeah, good stuff. Like it's unmatched. And nice. That's, that's, that's like a bit bougie still. It's like ten dollars or fifteen dollars for a tub. So, so she does like the bougie things in life. She yeah. likes the bougie ice cream. Kale. I'm a simple girl, but of course we can't. We can't. What no, none say? of that bullshit, Kale. The co- <laughs> connoisseur. Okay, okay we're, running, we're running back in now, girls. Oh. He, he doesn't deserve okay, mom. Sorry, mom. I'll write it in for you. I won't embarrass you anymore, mum. So. All right, so let's get into the juicy, nitty gritty. Why don't we just? How did you start? Yes, doing what you're doing right now. I think maybe I'll start with just explaining a bit about how I got into it, what I did for uni. I feel like girls might mm-hmm. who are starting that, yep, you know, are really intrigued by that. So I literally finished school. I turned to my mum and I was like, "Mum, I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Like, I feel like everyone knows what they want to do." And she was like, oh, I feel like you'd be really good at something called like public relations. And I was like, cool, great. Applied for a course, oh, so like, got into uncle, it. That's what I was yeah, doing. I was like, great. <laughs> Mum knows me. Your mums know you. Mm. And I was like, I'll just give it a go, see how I go. My sister did uh, something a bit similar called HR. Anyways, I did PR. By the way, she has an identical twin sister, Lucia, who owns with Harper Lee. Yes. In case you're confused. Bit of background. That's, that's how not we me. That's my gorgeous twin sister. Um, and also my beautiful mum as well. Yeah. Kathy, on the yeah. other on the other back end of with Kathy's the living legend. She is. See, of Kathy. course, she tells me what I want to do, and you're like done, mum. I'm thanks. like great, good stuff. Life sorted. So I gave that a go. Did that? Finished that course, and then did a couple internships, like at NPR and just another PR agencies. Then fell into like one day dream straight away. Like I think six months, oh. I finished, and I was like, great. Prue, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. One Day Dream is where we all are now. Yes. One Day Dream, it was a PR agency um, when I first started and they did a little bit of talent and then probably in the last like year and a half they've changed and just done – they're just all talent Exclusive now. Exclusive talent. Yeah. yeah, which is fantastic. And worked there for probably like a year and a half just doing a lot of PR, social, just a bit of random 
kind of everywhere jobs. And then Prue, my boss, she came to me and she was like, I've got this idea. Like I want to start this kind of TikTok division. The dream team. The dream team. They're <laughs> like, let's let's give it, let's give it a go. She's like, Do you think you can do this? And I was like, Yes, great. Like, amazing. Let's let's give it a go. And my sister, obviously working in the fashion industry, she had a lot of connections, I feel like, anyway. So she mm-hmm. kind of you know, especially in the Gen Z space. So she could really just kind of, I could lean on her and be like, what do you think? Who's good? Who's not? You know, like, who like who's on the radar yeah. at the moment? Like, Literally, who's, who's on the radar? Because who especially love working in with? social media and like management represent, like people who represent talent and influencers and stuff like that is heavily based in Sydney. And because yeah. we're based in Melbourne, didn't you yeah. want to have a bit of a Melbourne based yes. team that was like, who's in the radar in Melbourne yeah. exclusively? I felt like that was really missing for Melbourne, especially yeah, in like agree. that age group. Like I feel like it's definitely there with the older audiences, definitely there in Sydney, but I feel like it was missing. So I was like, great, I'm literally just going to round up like the best talent I could. And I went hard I already knew Izzy. Actually, we knew each other from school. We didn't go to the same school, but I'm friends with her sister. And yeah, and my best friend, Allegra, her older sister, yes. is really close with Claudia. Yes. So the way it started for us, this bitch reached out Slid to me on, on WhatsApp, <laughs> not even on Instagram. <laughs> Because um, you were po- you had just started posting at that point, yeah, and I was like, you were doing like addicted um, little hauls. And oh, stuff don't even get me started. Yeah. I didn't even get paid for that. No, we. I posted you were doing one really trendy or videos. two yeah. videos that did like really well, and I only had seven thousand followers, yeah. maybe at this point, nothing. And I, and all I was like to Izzy, I was like, because she came in and she was like, oh my god, I feel like so special. Like I'm so happy I'm like, to be why here. Why me? She's like, why me? I think you were like one of the first people we signed. I signed to my team. Um, and I was like, trust me, like, I know you've only got like a very small following, but I was like, I can see the potential. Like people love you. People want to work with you. And then now look at you, babe. You've got like, you yeah. know, 80K, 80K, something else, like 70K on Instagram, whatever. But like, oh, you know, it's, 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 it's you've just grown <laughs> so uh, fast. That I'm looking, but it's and it's fantastic. And then I, I use TikTok and... I had been following Sam for a while, both me and my sister. I don't know if you – had you worked with, with Harpaloo or like – I stuff? actually – this is how I connected with, with Harpaloo. I did yes. a Q&A on my Instagram once. So it was like a dream brand to work with and I tagged with Harpaloo. Oh, my God. And she was like, I'd love to send you thing. And she sent oh. me like – I think she sent me a little black skirt or something like that. And it Bless. was like my dream come true because I was kind of in social media at the time but mm. I had a manager in Sydney that wasn't a very great relationship Again, she was in Sydney. I never met yeah. her. So we didn't really have like a very close bond. Yeah. So I had a bit of a sour taste towards management and I didn't really think I would take social media seriously. Yeah. I was just like posting for a little funsy. I had like 20, 30K on TikTok and I was yeah. pretty small on Instagram. Like I wasn't posting anything yeah. for like brand deals or anything like that. I was just posting for fun. But same with you. I was like, I can just see the potential. Yeah. And as soon as I met you, like we clicked. You, yeah. you were there with Pru as well. Like I was yeah. like, yeah, this is it. And then from there, like I had a team of five um, and it's just like, you know, blown up ever since, which has been fantastic. Like I yeah. I work with them obviously every day and it's just like fantastic. Like it's literally, I say to everyone, it's yeah. like having I put 10 my boyfriends. Phone on, do not disturb purely to avoid messages <laughs> from this woman. I, oh my like gosh. Like this girl starts at 8.30 in the morning and you've got yes. a text by 8.30 too. It's and like, I finish at 5.30 guys, so don't worry. Saturday, getting on a plane to Sydney, been up since 4am, <laughs> get off the plane, ding, 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 ding. I'm like, wait guys, it's a fucking Saturday. Leave <laughs> I, me I alone. I never message you on the weekends, do I? You Personally, though, yeah, you like send me a photo of like you at a beer with your friends, yeah, you're like happy weekend. I'm like, go, girl, because I don't want to just talk to you guys about work, like, we want to have a relationship. I think that's half the fun, like, you know, knowing about your lives. And 
I feel like so many of our friends now are intertwined and it's so fun mm. like how that has kind of happened. Yeah. Which just um, makes it easier again because we're all the same age and like yes. Melbourne's very a, like connection based. A couple years older. <laughs> yeah, you're a couple years older. You're a bit of my mum but Melbourne's yeah. very connection based so it's like there's no way of just escaping you as like yeah. a work thing so it's like no, yeah. you not get along. And we're all so lucky as well. Like I knew Jazz before we were signed. I knew Hannah before we were signed and everything like that. So we were all friends mm. before. Except the dynamic duo over here. Yeah, we yeah, were that kind friends. of one day dream really kind of brought us together. Like we messaged on Instagram mm, a few times, like once, I but I was like fuck scared of Izzy. Like I was like so intimidated by her. <laughs> she, Izzy was always kind of the one because she's a few years older than me, and she went to the same school. Again, we're in the same area. It's mm. like the one that like you always know of Izzy Armitage, and it's like don't fuck with her. You and it, it was a bit like yeah, like, Leanne Riley. Mm, yeah, it was a bit like Thanks. everyone kind of knew of your name, and it was like why is she messaging me? Like yeah. what the fuck? And I was like scared because you had quite a big reputation it's supposed to be a bitch no you just had a big reputation a like rep- you had a big thing on the social oh, right. scene like your name was big so yeah, I, was then like, I waltzed in to cook eye one day hey give me a fucking <laughs> job can we be friends yeah <laughs> no, and, like, and she's like this girl is not what i yeah. thought she'd be like. yeah but that's literally yeah. what i wanted though like i wanted everyone to be friends i wanted like because this industry is super intense and i know how like you know everyone's so young and it just can get a lot and i know that when you have someone you can lean on and work with and do jobs together like it makes it so much more fun mm, it, it does makes a world so of difference. yeah Even going to an event like Say you didn't have really anyone that you knew, it's like you probably wouldn't go to that event, yet it would be really beneficial for you too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like even just knowing events are so much more fun now for us because we do have a little circle of people that we know. So obviously we understand some girls that wouldn't, but it's always at events you just try and be like as welcoming and friendly as you can because some people are there on their own and they've made that step to get Get there. there. So that would definitely be advice for someone like as in – just kind of team up with another person who's on the same page with you and wanting to do the same things and you can go to events together, you can shoot content together. Like it just makes it like just reach out. Rise. I know Literally, it's weird. sometimes like, you hey. can even if you're like invited to an event and you feel like you're a small influencer or, mm. or if you've been invited, sometimes you can even ask for a guest list and then you can message them on Instagram. I remember I used to do it and be like, Hey, like, are there any of you yeah. girls around my age group that are going? And it could be like, Yep, this person's going and you if you follow them on Instagram or something, you'd be like, Hey, do you wanna go to this event together? Like come to mine before and we can go. Yeah, it's not uncommon at yeah, all like, for girls to do that, so just it's like you bond over not knowing together. It's like a bit everyone's like everyone's in the same boat. Like yeah. everyone's human. Everyone's got feelings. Everyone's got anxiety. Like it's scary. Fucking it's so, scary. so scary. I remember totally. the very first event I went to. It was for Cosmetic Avenue, which is like mm. fillers and stuff. <laughs> and of we course that was the first event you went to quietly. Yeah, whatever. Need <laughs> oh, <just> to <laughs> up my lip filler game. But um, Sam, Jazz Tavares, Alana Galtieri, and I all met beforehand at a bar and I'd never met Jazz, never met Alana. Sam and I had only known each other for a couple of weeks maybe and that was obviously really scary and then we yeah. go to an event and you kind of see a lot of faces that you may recognise but, yeah. God, it's it's all very – I'm a socially anxious person so maybe I don't want to like go, it's so fucking scary and scare yeah. all of you guys. You warm up to it really quickly. You and you've got become, to do it at the start and even now, like you guys still, you know – go to the events and make sure you have someone to go with. Yeah, like, like even- I went to an event yeah. last week and I was with Hannah Del Sasso and like Hannah was like the only other person I knew. Yeah. That. So we did feel a little bit 
like a fish out of water there. But everyone feels like a fish out of water. Everyone. I remember I went to a Frank Body breakfast by myself. Like I rocked up by myself. Yeah. And to be fair, like I was probably a heap of people rocked up by themselves and I was probably one of the people who like someone knew I was probably yeah. going to come with and I rocked up by myself. I saw one person I knew of their face. I literally walked up to them. I was like, hey, like we had yeah. met each other for like 15 minutes before. And we ended, she was like, oh my God, so glad you're here. Like I'm the only person that I don't know anybody else. I was like, yeah. me either. And we hung out the whole time. Yeah. And it was like, we were best friends for that event you've just got to think like whatever you're feeling and thinking the person sitting is thinking the same thing feeling the exact same same thing so that'll make you feel better but anyways it's Uh, a year and a half later now isn't it you guys have been with me and it's it's it feels like best year in a bit of my life yeah it feels like it's gonna be a lifetime so very happy with the outcome and it's I honestly like say all the time to like you know my family and my friends I'm like I just it's so weird this is my job because it doesn't feel like a job and I feel like that's what anyone should strive to do is like you know not feel like you're working but you're working yeah you know that's just the best way to be you love your job I love it because I love you guys and I want to see you just keep succeeding and doing well and I see so much potential and I just feel so grateful you know, to have the team that I do and work with the people I do every day, like every, you know, brand or agency, like everyone I meet is just amazing. And I'm like, I'm just so lucky. So I think people would be interested to hear about like what goes on in your everyday life. Obviously people see the end result of like brand deals and how we've uploaded that, but you're kind of the brains and the leader almost behind it. How does that work? What does your job look like? I feel like this is my experience with talent management. Maybe others are different because I am super involved in, you know, your lives. That's why I've only got eight because I really just want to, you know, hone in on that relationship. Yeah. But day, of course, starts with checking the emails, um, you know, responding to the girls if they've messaged me after hours. Which is me always. Yeah, because yeah, Izzy, Izzy works from like 8 o'clock I work once the sun goes down is when I get productive. I'm like, you do you, babe. We also try catch up with, um, you know, heaps of brands, heaps of agencies, like, you know, during the week. So there may be a meeting or coffee date. I also try catch up with my talent as well. Um, you, you have know. these things called whip meetings. Yeah, it's called a work in progress meeting where like maybe you have it once a week, once every two weeks, sometimes once, once a, month. a month. depends on how the year works. So... Mm. The year works as not like January to December. It kind of works as of the financial year. So June, July are kind of really quiet. But when it picks up yeah. towards the end of year, like Christmas, November, you're packed out busy with events, heaps of work, heaps of brands are, are yeah. investing a lot of their budget. So they have a marketing budget that they invest in influences for work and paid collabs, which that's what Claudia manages so she'll be having meetings with her talent quite often and we'll be like all right this is what you've got to get done in the next two weeks how are you going to go about it yeah when can we put that in yeah so it's like all right Wednesday your carpet sponsorship is due can you have that to me by Wednesday have you got the product how does that all work so for example a brand's message you're going hey I'd like to work with Izzy and Sam yeah what do you do from yeah. there? Yeah. So a brand will come to me. They, you know, might give me a budget or they might just come with, um, you know, the scope of work, what deliverables they're wanting. Or they might just say, hey, we have this random idea. You know, what do they think about it? Are they interested in working with us? And what's kind of their schedule like for the next two weeks? So, so the t- deliverables, if ever, no, people don't understand, yes. deliverables is like, 
a brand might go, we want one TikTok from Sam, an yep. IG story set from Easy, or we want a TikTok and story set, or yep. we want a TikTok, IG and a story set. They come in bundles. So then Claudia then will reply and be like, hey, all right, for a TikTok story set, this is how much they yeah. co- Sam costs and this is how much Easy costs. Yeah. So rates God, depend so, um, and vary based on who you are, your engagement, your following your and insides. your analytics. Yeah. And the job can be, you know, as big as like just like one story set or one TikTok or it could be like a, you know, three to six month deal where, you know, if it's a brand that the girls really align with and they love, then it can be something that can be signed off. As um, an ongoing. As ongoing. And if they've, you know, some brands might say, hey, let's just do like an initial kind of partnership and then we'll see how it goes. If, you know, their audience is super engaged and they're loving it, then we'll go, great, we'll sign off for another like six months, which is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's like the end goal. Yeah. It's like when you, especially when you start off in social media, it is kind of like a one-off basis. It's like brands kind of see your gist, how you create content yeah. and how, yeah, your, your audience reacts to it. But as you get a little bit more known in the social media scheme, you start to sign on bigger deals for longer periods of time and that's probably where you want to end up basing your content around is like building brand relationships and that's where Claudia is really big involved is like pitching us and like keeping that relationship saying you know if the the content's late I'm like great well I'll just make sure that that's managed you know from the client's expectations as well because and it's also fantastic when the girls work with you know, a brand for a long period of time because I can have that, you know, ongoing relationship too. Yeah. Um, so it's fantastic in that sense. And it's, I mean, it's so hard to explain like, you know, how kind of the job from end, but you, I'm literally managing from the minute we start talking about the deal to negotiating to, okay, great. Now here's the brief. Yeah. Which could be to one to 20 pages. Yeah. So she'll send us through a document basically that tells us, things that we need to say, the way they want us to look, yep. where it needs to be, la la Aesthetic of the video. Everything. Their everything. vibe, yep. And they, you know, they have the campaign dates, have the approval dates and then I work back with the girls on making sure that sure they execute that properly, um, yeah. making sure that they like the concept because we can also go back and say, hey, you know, we think this would really suit instead or I have a better idea of yeah. kind of like how it would suit better with my channel. Claudia is like a big um, advocate for both sides. She's in like yes. an awkward middleman that she has to make the client happy, but she also yes. make, has to make her talent happy. So if a brand came to me that I really want to work with because we get to pick and choose, obviously, like Claudia is not going to be like, you have this no. for this much money and you have to do it. Like Never. I'll turn around and be like, no, I don't want to work with that brand. And she's like, okay, cool. Yeah. But then if the brand that we said, yes, that we want to work with them come to us with a brief that we don't necessarily like or align oh, with, Claudia then goes back to the brand and is like, Sam doesn't really do voiceovers for example she likes to talk through her videos is that something that you guys are okay with so it's like there's a lot of back and forth like the email threads on Claudia's laptop is like gives me anxiety so much back and forth and and like nine times out of ten like a brand is so happy to alter it and amend it because they want they want it to perform they want the girls to enjoy the content and you know, be excited to create it. Mm-hmm. And I think that really shows when you guys have that flexibility and control in the brief. And I think that goes with any influencer. The videos do better if it's more totally. natural, more to our channel. I think that shows. And brands know that. Time. And yeah. it's also nice when it's like a brand has come to you and they trust you and they like your content. They're not kind of putting you in a corner and go yeah. make a video for our brand and mm. like exactly, exactly like how we want it. Because it's like, all right, then why did you pick me? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Anyone could have done that. Anyone could have done that. Like, 
Yeah. So then I manage the job. I get the content from the girls, make sure that they follow the brief properly as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. You missed this. <laughs> Do it again. She'll be like, mm. I'm like, you didn't read the brief. They really wanted a voiceover haul. And you're like, yeah. Fuck. I'm like, you're going to have to refill that. And it's like, you're kind of just like, just send it in. They might like it. But it's like, yeah. you haven't done briefs. They're very helpful, but like they're the so helpful. I completely ignored them at the start, but now I like follow the brief no, to a T. No, it needs to be like they're there for a reason. There yes. are very specific words that you know, like pronunciation. Even like I got something off pronunciation wise, and they're like, nut needs to be out." Yeah, but this is definitely like only like half of you know half of the jobs. Like a lot of brands will give you know the girls the flexibility to just create what they want <laughs> and just work together and have that relationship and and I think even with bre- with briefs as well like all of my talent puts such a different twist on them so it's so really interesting yeah if like you know I've got three talent working on the same campaign but they all produce completely different videos so yeah, basically Sam's is creative and mine's not <laughs> is how we do no <laughs> no okay so like for example if Izzy and I have a, a deal together yeah, obviously because yeah. we have just for girls sometimes brands will come to us and be like we want a reel on Sam's page Together. and we want an IG story or a TikTok on yeah, we Izzy's got, page we or something like that. We get a lot of like duo that. deals these days, which is amazing. Which is great because it's like we get to work and Together. create content together because sometimes influencing and people who don't really have a duo dynamic, mm. it can get quite lonely just filming content in your house all day. That's why we're so lucky that we have a really close relationship with our manager because mm. we get to go thing, to do things together. Get and to like, share a bed with her as well. Much get summer. to share a bed yeah. with her. <laughs> How good's that? Um, <laughs> How good is that? Really good. But like I will probably nine times out of ten, I will probably come up with a creative concept. I do have a more of a creative brain. I know that about Izzy and I. I like Izzy will kind of just be like, let's get in the camera and film it. I'm like, let's add a little bit of difference in it. It sounds like I'm like my content's so boring. No, everyone's got their strong points. I think there's just different... I, I can't right now think of what I'm I like, let's let's better. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, let's think of how we can do it differently. Like, yeah. for example, Izzy's really good at like... Rolling with the punches and it just works. Yes. And Izzy's also good really good at me. nailing like <laughs> how to speak to the camera. I, fuck, I can talk to a camera. That's I fuck thing. it up so bad. Like, I can't get sentences right. I really struggle with that. So I'm like... I can get the camera angles. I can yeah. film it. I can oh, come I up with a creative concept. Izzy, you're really good. Please say this sentence kind of yeah. vibe. Like, Izzy's and she really says it's good so naturally. It. Yeah. Oh, and confident. she just needs a bit more direction when it comes to the creative control, yeah. which is what I take. And then Izzy kind of takes like the like, – Creativity is so, something that's so hard to build, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Basically in saying you can be in this job without being creative. I totally. don't have a creative bone in my body. But I think the more natural content for me always does better. Like if I'm literally just cooking my dinner and just talking, it's like yeah. that does amazing. They may not be the most aesthetic videos in the world, but I think people like watching, watching you me for just that be reason. myself. Totally. So if you're not creative at all and you're concerned, like you may not be able to make – like I can't take an aesthetic photo to save my life. You can still be in this job yeah. and world and be Definitely. very successful at it without having that yes, sort completely. of Yes, completely. Because you might be really good at like, you know, taking photos of, you know, a house or like, you know, filming vlogs. Like people might want like you for that reason. Like, yeah, like everyone yeah. has a different niche. People just, they want to see genuine authenticity. They also want to see humour. I don't think I understand how important humour is. Yeah, humour's so hard. important. It's hard, but like you need to make people laugh and just like not take it too seriously. Yeah, I think being like completely authentic also just comes with a bit more humour than... Yes. You know, because like I'm not, we're not comedians out here. But people but probably laugh at you being like, fuck, she's so funny, that girl. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. Know, I'm like, sure they do. Laugh. And um, I laugh, 
Sam, I love you all the time with your videos with Caleb and just like pranking yeah. people. Like it is so funny. So people like don't even understand. Caleb fucking loves being in my videos, guys. He acts like he does. Awkward he statue, pretends like he doesn't. He <laughs> loves it. He loves the limelight, and he also asks to be in my videos. I'm literally framing him right now, but it's like Claudia <laughs> loves it, Claudia, because. Before you upload a sponsored video as well, you have to send it to Claudia. So I'll film a video for my carpet brand. I'll be like, this is my new carpet. I love it. Maybe it's an unboxing or something like that. I edit it. I have to send it to Claudia. Claudia has to send it to the brand. That's why you're not uploading it live. Because you could say like, fuck bitch. And the brand's like, oh, we didn't want swearing in it. So then you have to edit that or... Or you could be wearing just like a competing brand and it's just, you know, yeah. there's so many things. But it comes to me, I check it first to make sure it aligns with the brief. If I think it's all good, I'll send it to the client we with do the get caption. a lot of, re- <laughs> like you could get a reshoot though. They're like, mm, that's yeah. not exactly how I envisioned it. They're quite good with change this, 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 this and this. Like it'll be listed out for you what you need to So change. straightforward and then you just smash the next one and yeah. then, you know. Normally you sometimes go. it's like a few edits, like a little bit adjusted, like we think the video is too long. Mm. Can she cut out from 30 seconds to 37 seconds? We don't believe what she said really yeah. brings a lot to this video and you make it like that. But sometimes brands can come back with completely different feedback than it's what it said in the reshoot. brief and that's when Claudia yeah. has to go, you actually didn't mention that. So. Yeah. It's like, of course, in a nice way, but I just, I've always yeah. got to like make sure the client's happy, but also make sure the girls are happy as well. Yeah, yeah. you have to reshoot things. There That's are life. times where it might be, we, they could end up coming back like three or four times. And if it yeah. has to be redone every single time, then it's like. We want to keep little, that relationship yeah. with the brand though. So it yeah. is what it is. It can be sometimes though, like you haven't mentioned any of this, maybe yeah. sometimes. I don't think this has ever actually happened to us, but you may have to pay for a bit of extra time. Yeah. Because they've done so many reshoots. Yes, and well. if, I, if I generally think that, you know, you've perfected the brief and, you know, it's a, it's a, it could be a fault from there and that they've maybe changed their vision halfway through, that is definitely something, you that know, you could look at. Um, but, yeah, so then I have to also manage when it's going to be posted. So this – I've got to make sure I'm all across their schedules, what's coming up in personal yeah. life and, and in – due dates for content. Due dates because they have to hit targets. They really might have a sale or a campaign that they um, have to make sure it fits into. So that has to be managed and then it's live and then from when it's live it may be sitting out, you know, on the platform for one to two weeks. I have to get insights. Yeah. They have to review that for their campaign. Insights being how many likes, how many yeah. shares, how many what just audience link, it all the analytics from the back end, yeah. which is super yeah. important to, you know, see the success of the campaign or see if it aligns, you know, because that could mean, you know, keep working together or, you know, you sold the product or, you know, it just tells you so many things about it, which is the most important thing of the job. Mm. Totally. And would you say when someone's trying to start out or someone's trying to get into the industry, like what would be your main tips or like Mm. things to look out for? Like when I started, I didn't really know about like insights and analytics and stuff like that. Can you explain like what as probably as a brand manager that you're looking for if someone's wanting to be picked up by management or as someone like maybe as a brand who's approaching you, what do you look for? What's really good so girls can kind of read and understand what their analytics and audience is like? So it of course depends on like the brand and one, like who they're wanting to target, two, like what it is, where they are, like if they're in Australia, if they're overseas. Um, For instance, if it's a brand like... A sunscreen brand. Yeah, a sunscreen brand and, you know, they want to try sell this product to, you know, 18 to 24-year-olds. Of course, we, you know, want to make sure that 
your insights are going to align with that. So if just say, you know, talent's coming to us, my agency is really good for having, you know, that like long spread of diversity. Yeah, just age groups so that we can always alter what a brand needs, Mm -hmm. like the client's needs. So if I say they want to work with someone who's in that 18 to 24-year-old bracket that have like an 80% audience in Australia, we've got that, you know, or if they want to work with someone who's, you know, a mom and, you know, targets that audience and we've got that as well. So it's just making sure I think that you just need to know who who you're wanting wanting to target target, yeah and and just run with that and really stick to it and have a niche because you don't want to just be dipping into everything you want to really focus on one thing one audience um like for example mm. my audience is female dominant from age 18 to 24 so i'm not probably going to promote a male-based first of all a male-based brand or probably someone who's wanting to channel something for mums or older women or something like that. I'm probably channeling yeah. my age bracket for women. Yeah. Or for a couple because I am in a relationship. So someone when they know that like a lot of brands can see that my relationship does really well and my relationship's public. So yeah. sometimes they'll ask for Caleb to get into it or they they know that I'm with Izzy so they will want Izzy in the video yeah. but they're mostly targeting my brand is 18 to 24. Yeah. So that if yeah. they're wanting to get into that market, they'll hit Izzy and I up. Yeah. Or if they're wanting to get a mum, they'll go to another person yeah I think that people forget when you're starting up especially it's so important to make sure that you have such a strong especially if you're like a girl or you know a guy make sure you have that same gender audience yeah it's so important and it's so hard to change around and I'd say mainly Aussies Australian the perfect audience yeah yes. if you, if that's what you're wanting to do you know if you're really As wanting to work in Australia like we're just saying you know Australians females make sure you've got a strong female audience make sure they're engaging with you make sure that you know they're in Australia because some people like have an audience that's like from the UK or like a, a small little city in France yeah. and I'm like yeah. what like a brand's not going to want to target yeah. them yeah because well, it's, it's like, like if for example if you have 10,000 followers if you have 10k mm-hmm. on TikTok but 80% of that is male that means you're only pitching to really a brand with 2,000 female audiences so, so they're, they're kind of pay. sitting there being like yeah. well we'd don't really want to go with you and we could go to somebody else with 10k that has 80 percent female audience so that's reading reaching 8,000 people so it's kind of like if you look at it from a brand perspective if you really wanted to target a female audience really kind of make female based content content yeah makeup videos you can change it around easily like not easily but it takes time but if you're starting up make sure that's something you really focus on but I, it can always be changed it's, or you can start again yeah, and just I guess it's horrible to say that more bikini based or you know revealing outfits when you're really you know you're you might be beautiful so just by default a lot and of guys see you that and might rein in a lot of followers, but yeah. maybe not the right ones. But it's, yes. so it's like maybe then just start posting a couple of vlogs and more like personality things. It sucks to say, but like more girls will then probably jump on board with the audience as well. So, yeah. which is that's how times are changing in social media as well. Like yeah. back when Izzy and I were probably young teenagers. It was very like aesthetic based. Oh my God, that girl's beautiful. Like she looks insane. Mm. But now it's kind of like girls are moving you. away from that. They want to know you. Yeah. So it's like. If you're wanting to get into influencing, stuff like that, probably strain away from like revealing and 
kind of sexual photos talking videos yeah like don't like it's so hard and like i can even catch myself doing it when i'm on holidays Mm. like i love getting a bikini picture and i love that 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 but that doesn't engage well with my female audience and i know that but it's hard not to and i know that you love taking photos in bikinis and stuff like that but it's not giving you I don't. The right engagement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, the first thing I literally ask someone when they come in to like, you know, have a meeting with me, I'm like, who do you like watching and why do you like watching them? Nine times out of 10, they're always like, you know, I love this female because I literally feel like I'm her best friend and I'm in her life mm. and, you know, I'm with her all the way with her relationship problems or in a relationship and now she's married and like, yeah. you know, I'm obsessed with her fashion because she takes me through the outfits. Like you literally just answer your own question by saying that. You yeah. want to watch those people. That's what you need to post. Yeah. Like, honestly, I'd say – Nine and a half times out of ten, a video of you talking is going to do better than a video of you. Like, I love myself a good transition video because I like looking back at them. It's all about balance. But (laughs) I can put so much bloody effort into it and then me just making a bowl of pasta will do ten times better because I'm speaking. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Who do you look up to in the industry? Like, who are you like... I'm obsessed with her. I mean, it's so hard because I obviously have to stalk my talent like 45 times a day, even more actually. So I feel like when I get home from work, I just like switching off. But mm, I I, I watch like a lot of people overseas for like those, their fashion chips. Like, you know, like... uh, You like Philippa. Philippa, I love Naomi. What's her yeah. name? Naomi. There's a lot She's of like aesthetic European girls that dress like love so them. dope. Like that's yeah. who I love watching yeah, because yeah. they're yeah. just like um, their fashion. But then I, I, I love watching you girls and uh, people, you know, in this kind Australia, of Gen Z space yeah. for their just like funny, relative videos. Mm. Obsessed. Yeah. We're moving out of the aesthetic and we're moving towards the people just want to see you completely yeah. yourself. So start posting videos of you bloody just doing your makeup in the morning. <laughs> and like if you want to start and like you really want to be serious in it, Izzy and I can't really give you any tips because it luckily it did kind of fall into place and then we kind of played off that and it was like, mm-hmm. all right, we kind of have done well in this. Can we make it a full-time job? And this time kind of last year that's when I was like, oh, I can kind of make it a full-time job. I'm not earning consistent enough money, but I can. A if I really put really myself well. and it's what Claudia said, she was like, if you quit Kukai and those four days that you're working, you can put into social mm. media, you don't know how that that's going to, it could really work out for you. And it did. So it's like, all right, when you put in that effort and it's a big thing in Australia where it's like, it's embarrassing to want to try. I saw this video where it's it like, is, it definitely in, it's be. a big taboo in Australia. It's like, I really want to do this and I'm going to get really good at it. It's like a big thing in society where it's like, oh, that's like cringe or like looks like you're trying, but doesn't matter. Like if you're worried about that, who cares block what people the think? comments of you thinking that anything that I may totally trigger agree. you. That's easy to say who cares what people think. I but know. even when I started out, it's like there's that little thing in the back of my head, like girls from school or stuff yeah. that like, I didn't really like. I'm going, ugh, they're probably like cringing right now. But now it's like now I don't give a fuck. Because you're totally, making a living out of I it. I totally you know? understand the yeah. scariness at the beginning of – Worrying about judgment, and it's like to be honest, the judgment usually just comes from people that kind of wish they would jealousy, hundred percent. So, and a lot of the girls, them. and the things that I do is like a lot of the girls that have spoke, I've heard that have spoken about me, and like said some pretty nasty shit. Also make TikTok videos. Yeah, that's the same thing that happened to me. Yeah, you're posting the same bloody video as me, and you're judging me. And like you're lucky. I'm <laughs> yeah, lucky I'm that mine, mine, mine engages with the audience, but 
you're talking shit but you're doing the same thing mm. like girls love it and girls want to do it girls love the industry girls love social media so when girls are speaking about you like that you just have to come from a place and be like I'm not thinking about them every day I'm no. not thinking about them after school I'm on my own doing their own thing and the fact that they're talking about me I'm obviously doing something right because I'm not talking about them yeah and, and just like we have to think about it like I just think like it's anything in life like if you just care what people think like you're never gonna just put be vulnerable and just give it your best go and life yeah. is too short to just worry what people are gonna yeah. say about you because regardless if you care or not you can't control the outcome and they're gonna do it anyways yeah so you may as well just live your life do what you gotta do and, and have fun whoever's hating on you start posting tiktoks in the yeah. next couple months after you exactly. put it that way and Claudia is really good of like kind of breaking down the stigma like obviously mm. Claudia knows a lot about us personally and how we deal with things as well and Claudia is a bit carefree like she doesn't really care she's kind of like why are you worried about that like yeah. she you really help break it down and kind of like dumb it down into seeming like not a big deal yeah. but when you when you explain your job to like maybe guys or like things that you're going on a date with do you, they kind of see judgy and like speak shit about your talent because they find it cringe so if that's an interesting question because like a lot of people they're so intrigued by it especially in my life and like they just don't understand it but I think what they just don't get is that you guys are actually just normal people mm. like they're always like oh because they just see you online and they forget that you're actually just like me and you're you know amazing you've got a great personality and you're just you're just normal people mm. that's what I think they don't get and I'm like no, like, she oh goes through God, normal you, shit. Like you, you manage talent. Like that's so cool. You work with influencers, but I'm like they're just normal people. Mm. Yeah. So I th I think with anything there's judgment, but I think it's just it's just people being intrigued and like I just think this industry is really intriguing to so many people because it is. only when I kind of got into it could I see like you know how much money you might be able to make or just like where it can go mm. for you. Mm. It's, it's just hard to get a grasp of the until way you're in it. Until you're in it. A hundred percent. And everyone's really my... interested in money, but like there's also no ballpark about money. Like you could earn millions or you could earn nothing. nothing. You could earn heaps it's of so money one down. month and you can earn nothing another month. Like yeah. it ebbs and flows. You do not have a base salary. You do not have a salary. Yeah. No mm. annual earnings every year. It, it's different for everyone. Um, like if you just as a ballpark say nothing to do with us obviously but if you had a million followers and amazing engagement, you could easily get $20,000 for one ticket. Oh, fucking oath, bro. And that is just mind-blowing yeah. money. Like, and I was so shocked when I first heard that. You just Like Alex Earl's rates would be through the roof. Oh, just like, she you know that she's earning hundreds of thousands of dollars her tiktok she would sell products so like she can charge that because like she will sell out of a product for a brand and yeah. people need and to so realize valuable. that is like everyone goes whoa fucking influencer rates are fucking insane like but then you have to think about it if alex earl puts on a corset yeah imagine how much money the brand is making yeah. for investing her time into alex earl making that content Two hundred thousand people are buying a corset imagine how much money they're making from selling an 80 dollar corset exactly this is this is they've made marketing what they've invested into Alex Earl times fucking four. And then everyone that's bought off that corset now probably knows that brand's name and will maybe buy something else that comes out. Yeah. And, and then it's like, oh my God, Alex Earl wears, wears this. I want to wear this. Like, you've got to think about it. Like, yes, influencer rates are insane compared to what, like, doctors and stuff may be earning. But, like, trust me, the brand's making It's the best more. way to market anything. Yeah, really. these days now, completely. It's a new world we're living in. So get exactly. around it. And it's just going to like get bigger and bigger, I think. And it's going to be crazy. If Who you knows? don't have a following, 
a new thing that's come up in today's day and age is UCG. Yes. UGC. 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 So UGC is a really great way for brands who might not have that bigger budget to still work with the girls, create content, but it's just going to be for their channels. So it won't be posted on um, the girls' platform, uh, which is still a great way to engage, still use the girls' kind of like, you know, likeliness and reputation to, you know, sell their product or um, work closely with them. So that's a really good good thing. And actually our agency, One Day Dream, is um, about to launch a UGC d- division which would be great. So we're going to deck out a new studio, have a big team there and just kind of like hone in that kind of space, work and work really closely with brands. So basically so really you'll excited. be making content for brands which they yes. then post on their channels. Yeah. We, yeah. We'll have, yeah, we'll have a specific team who kind of do that because there is some people out there who might not want to have the big face and all the things that come with, you know. But enjoy creating being content. Being an uh, uh, influencer. But, yeah, just love doing content and, mm. and that can also be a job as well. And you can do that. Like you yeah. can – a lot of girls who work full-time jobs and need a bit more money if you're saving for a holiday or like you want a bag or something like that, you can do UGC content creation and make like a couple hundred dollars per video. Say a brand might be like, all right, I want three videos from you. How much? And you could charge like $500. You can earn a little bit of, little bit of dosh. That can you go can. straight into like a holiday fund or yeah. something like that, like a little side hustle if you're wanting to get into content creation but you don't have a following. That's probably a really good way to start it. So you learn, you get briefs and you learn kind of how that whole industry works. Yeah, definitely. It's great. Do you feel proud when your talent kick goals? Like, do you feel like you've kind of like... Yes. Like, we've got the live show tonight. How do you feel? Uh, Like, it's that's like the best part about my job. And I say this to to everyone, but it's like, it's like I've been with you girls now for like a year and a half. Like, being on that journey from like where you guys started to where you are now to where you'll be in another year to where you'll be in like another five years is like the best thing about my job is seeing just the growth and, you know, the outcomes and like these big projects that you guys work so hard on like come to play that's crazy no but it's my favorite thing of course it makes me so happy like i can't wait to see you guys on stage tonight don't remind me just doing your thing and like getting to just engage and interact with like all of your fans who listen to this podcast and have probably been with you since day one i think it's going to be a pretty crazy reality check tonight it'll be a milestone for sure in a room with all these people that have spent their own hard-earned money to kind of be there with us and for us. Like, you know, we are lucky enough that we come across some girls sometimes in the street and, like, knowing that they listen to our podcast is incredible. But having a room full of people all Mm. together and being able to look out and go, you all, like, love what we're doing will be, like, I could cry. Yeah. I think it's, like, a big thing as well. This industry, it's really easy to compare, like, if you have a girl with the same amount of followers as you or something, it's really easy to compare to what they're doing and what you're not doing. Or like people may be doing way more than you, way getting yeah. ma- major deals and having all of this amazing stuff coming out with brands. It's really hard to like kind of get consumed by that and thinking of everything you're not doing. And just put yourself Instead down because of Instead of being like, whoa, I've done that. And I can say I'm like a very big person that's like, I don't really sit back and look at all the things I've achieved. And like, if I told my younger self that I'd be doing those things, it's like crazy. Mm. Like I said to Claudia, like the fact that I even have like, a really good relationship with a brand like Beck and Bridge. Like yes. that is like a big thing. Like last night I got to meet the girl that you, 
Claudia's always speaking on message and mm. stuff like that. It's like, whoa, if you told your 15-year-old self that you're going in on stage and people have bought a ticket to come see you and spend yeah. the night with you, it's like, so that's crazy. fucking crazy. Like, rein it in, Sam, and, like, be grateful. <laughs> Literally. Like, it's, yeah. like, really hard and, like, I get caught up in it quite a lot and it's like, all right, like, take your blessings. Like, even my mum goes, like, look back and just think, like, you're so, you should How be so proud is. of yourself and you should be so grateful that you have people like that and people come up to you and instead of being, like, what don't I have? Think about what you do have and what you have done. It's like really hard not to fucking yeah. Sometimes you've get got consumed to... by it, but you do have to like rein yourself back in. Yeah, and you've just got to sit back sometimes and just reflect on like, like even now we're coming into the end of the year and anyone can do this. I do this every year and I just always look back at like what I've done. If that's writing down, you know what you've achieved, what you want to achieve for the next year, it's really grounding. I think yeah, <laughs> it it really does ground you. And we work in such a fast paced industry so as well fast. that it's like. Like last week, we had a Puma event. Like Izzy and I hosted a Puma event for Puma, a huge brand. So amazing. And it's what like, all right, we literally woke up the next day and we're like, all right, next day. What's, what's but it's on like, the, whoa, the schedule? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, can we take a second that we literally hosted yeah. a night with a brand? Like, like Puma. Puma. I know. That's talent management's like that. It's so fast because like the industry just moves so quickly. Yeah. Like it, everyone's just onto the next thing like straight away because there's always like the next thing like, okay, now we're getting to Boxing Day. Then we go to Christmas. Then, you know, we're talking about summer and then it's like, great, yeah. Valentine's Day. Oh my God, Mother's Day. Like there's always just something just going on. There's no time to like sit, like you there's really not. have to like probably like pencil it in and be like, all right. I've got a question for you guys though. Mm. For someone starting up and like, you know, should I get management? How do I go about it? Like what would be some advice that you would say that you'd look at for you've Sam's obviously had an experience before with management. Izzy never has. Lucky duck. Yeah. She just landed in a good spot. But like so many people go through, you know, a couple stages before they hit the right one. Yeah. What would you say is some some advice of like when you think it's the right time for it and what you look for? I don't think there's necessarily a right time for management. Mm. I don't think management is – I think management's important for people who have – once you have kind of established yourself. Yeah. I don't think management's really that important at the start because people see your face and they want to get to know your face. I think the most important thing that you and anyone should know, no matter – how many followers you have you should always be earning money from it that like you need to be careful that some brands may take advantage of you when you are new in the industry no matter if it's like 50 dollars or it's 20 grand like you should know your value in the industry and you can always receive compensation for it Mm. that it's like you should not be used as a brand for free marketing because that is they're getting free stuff at the end of the day and you know you should know your value with that so it's like yes sometimes gifting is amazing and I still do gifting but when they want a certain deliverable you should always always receive compensation from it not just free clothes or free products and stuff like yeah, that like know your worth when it comes that to that in the beginning yeah I was obviously getting to I was kind of I came in like slightly later obviously than Sam but in regards to when's the right time for management yeah, like I said, Claudia only reached out to me when I had 7,000 followers and I actually remember the day before our meeting I was, I'd had quite a large night before. <laughs> I was I feeling very fragile. Oh my god! The day before, as in I wasn't hungover at our meeting, it was right. the day before. Right, right. And I kind of just got really in my head, I was with my mum and I'm like, do I even need a meet with this? I'm like, yeah. I've got 7,000 followers, what's the point? Like right now I'm just doing it for fun, I... Don't know if I even want to make this a job. Is it going to be harder for this. me with the management? I had a real big – I don't know why. I think it was purely just that extra tinge of 
hangover anxiety that made yeah. me kind of get in my head about it. But it was like, what's the point of doing that if I'm not even sure I want to do it as something long term? Yeah. And mum was very much just give it a go. You can meet with her. You cannot want to do it. Doesn't change anything. Obviously. I ended up going in because, like we said, we've known each other for a while and you had that trust. May as well just hear what you had to say, and it was great, and everyone was great, and it made me excited about what maybe I could get to. So I only I'd say that is quite early, and I wasn't super established before I did get management, but it only kind of went uphill from there, and it felt like it was something that was a bit more locked in and serious. And then because you have management, you kind of know that you need to be posting a little bit more regularly, which does help with growth and it does help you with kind of thinking I need to take this a little bit more seriously, which I think you do need to have that mindset if you do want to grow. So Consistency is key. Yeah, I think I personally, because my first experience with management was positive, whereas yours wasn't, I mm. would advocate for it incredibly because I wouldn't be doing this the way and I was doing it if I didn't. Yeah, my just thing is like don't rush into having a management yeah. to say you have a management because it's like you really need to click with your management. I didn't click with my first management. I don't think they advocated for me personally. We didn't – we just weren't that close. But yeah. compared to Cordy and I, and this is when I had the interview with you guys, I was like – are you going to advocate for me as much as I'm going to advocate for you? Like we need to have a close relationship. We need to get along. We need to be on the same level. So it's like don't rush and sign a management with Just a contract that you may be locked into for a year if you don't necessarily know the direction that you want to go in. Yeah. So it's like go on your own a little bit. Like sometimes in the start, like there may not be as many emails that are going through. Pitch yourself to DMs and stuff like that and you can do that by yourself. And then it's like, all right, I'm getting a lot. I don't really, I can't really manage the emails anymore. I don't really know my media kit. Maybe somebody else can help me with that. And that's when you could go to a management. But I think at the start, it's pretty maintainable for you to do it yourself. It yeah. would be. I, but I personally was never asking for money. I didn't do a single paid job before I started. Because you probably wasn't even replying to the messages. <laughs> no. I she, just, and yeah. I just, I'm not, yeah. I just, because in my mindset in no that idea. moment, it wasn't a thing I wanted to do yeah. for money. I was posting dumb TikToks with my friends because I thought it was fun. I wasn't really doing much else. No. So. No. But that's where the that's mindset where changes. I don't post dumb TikToks with my friends for fun anymore. I post it to advocate for myself and to market myself. Into, yeah, and to grow. And to grow and to yeah. like, and which is like a weird thing to think about that like I don't go on TikTok for fun. But I think always post, like there are some videos I get excited to post because they're oh, organic 100%. and they're fun and I think 100%. they're funny. Organic content is love so important. Doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, Like Claudia asked me on the walk the other day, she was like, do you love creating content? I'm like, yeah, like I love creating content. Yeah. I love getting creative. I had a t question once on my TikTok. It was like, why do you always take photos? It's like, I, I love like doing that. Yeah. Like, why do you always work with numbers? Because that's what gives you your job. But like the reason why you went into accounting is because you liked working with numbers. Yeah, I think I checked in and I was like, you're still loving this because it's always important to keep checking in, seeing how you're feeling, being like, am I still enjoying making this type of content or do I want to go into, like, yeah. kind of down a different kind of lane, yeah. you know? Just make sure you're always checking in, making sure you're true to yourself, you know, posting what you want yeah. to post about because that at the end of the day is what's going to do the best and you're going to enjoy doing the most. Yeah. All right. We're wrapping it up. This is it. This is the last time you will hear from us before the live show tonight. Oh, yeah, but they'll be listening to this after it's yeah, gone you'll live. you'll be listening to this after. So we will update you next week about how it all went. But, yeah, thank you guys so much for coming along. If you wanted to get into social media, this is your one-on-one -on -one guide on if you want to be behind the emails or in front of the camera. Yes, and how to get into it as well. Like if you're ever thinking about my job, just honestly just dip your toes into as many like agencies or – 
like PR or talent agencies and just connect with people. You always meet people. It's never, it's never, you know, yeah, it's like, just going to do you good and just give it a go. Intern, it's the people yeah, you meet. One Daydream has like five interns at yeah, the moment. We like, have five interns and they're all bloody amazing and like I'm going to be connecting with them now for like the rest of my career. So it's just, it's all about just I like. Even at shoots, you all, you're all connecting and you're all talking and be like, yep, yep. I'm we are and then they know somebody that, that can help you guys and yeah. like, you know, I can help them with things. Like it's all just about like, just getting it in and just giving it a go. Yeah, just put yourself out there. Yeah. One message won't hurt. But we love you all. Thank you for listening. Thanks, guys. See you next Have a Tuesday. Good See you soon. Bye. Bye.